and welcome to episode three of The Slab with Chelsea and Jim. I'm Jim. I'm Chelsea. And we're about to do a podcast. I'm really excited about this one because I have had to do no work for it. And I've just, I've realised in the short three weeks that we've been doing this that that's my favourite kind. I've really enjoyed getting ready for this one. Oh, maybe you should always do it. Well, I mean, we'll see. (laughs) We'll We'll see. see. It involves a haunted bridge. The bridge is real, but it's haunted. Mm -hmm. But before that, Chelsea, I wanted to ask you, have you ever done a sport? (laughs) Well, e-sports. A real life that is real in life, the person Jim. not involving a computer sport. At school, I did badminton and netball. I did squash at uni. The only thing I know about squash is that you have to warm up the ball first. Yeah, I didn't know that. And we used to go and play squash all the time, like badly. And then like one of our friends saw us at the gym playing squash and he popped in. He was like, oh, can I have a round of you? Yeah, threw that ball on the floor, stood and it rolled it around. We're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then we were just so intimidated by his squash skills after that because he just made the ball a bit hot. It was a little bit too angry for me, squash. I like that. There's like a it. violent side to it. You really have to lob it. It's scary. Badminton's so gentle. Yeah. It feels quite Victorian. You could definitely play that in a corset. Also, shuttlecock. Hmm. Shuttlecock. Shuttlecock. Should we play badminton? Let's go for a match of badminton. I'd love to see us play badminton. (laughs) That's a video. That can be a stretch goal. Yeah, shall we? If we get to something a month, we go and play badminton and do a live stream. (laughs) (laughs) And if that's not incentive to give us money, I don't know what is, quite frankly. And what's great about it is it really ties in with the theme. Okay, there'll be haunted shuttlecocks we'll use. It was a dead sport, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Jim, please use the correct phrase as we enter the story portion of the podcast. It all began in 1891. John White, a wealthy factory owner and liberal politician, inherited Overtoon House, a grey mix of French chateau and medieval castle overlooking the River Clyde in Scotland. A sad Hogwarts in a place called West Dunbartonshire, which kind of sounds like a place made up by someone who for some reason has panicked and pretended to be from Scotland. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from uh, West Dunbartonshire. John inherited the house from his dad and wanted to put his own stamp on it, maybe pop in a hot tub or kitchen island, knock through the dining room perhaps, really open up the space. However, his first project was outside. He was frustrated because carriages had been unable to easily get to his mansion. So it it was decided that work would commence on constructing a new driveway and entrance to the estate. And so the gothic turreted Overtoon Bridge was created with the first carriage riding over its ashlar arches in 1895. Sure, John was absolutely chuffed with his bridge. Who wouldn't be? I'd love my own bridge. However, only half a decade later, it'd be most famously known not as John's lovely bridge, but as a place of unexpected death and mystery, an otherworldly corridor where spirits and ghosts of the past connect with people in the present. Now, I should say at this point, Chelsea. Yeah. Well, I'm going to issue a disclaimer um, <clears throat> because the death that I'm talking about is is dog death. Um, giving the bridge the nickname the Dog Suicide Bridge. Yeah, and you texted me about this and it was clear that I wasn't okay with it, but you were like, is it okay? Like, the fact that you have to ask means that you know that it's not okay. The second the part where I reply, go, yeah, do whatever you want, Jim. Shows that it's not okay, but here we are doing the dog death podcast. But it's a really interesting story. And I'm not going to dwell on the dog deaths individually, okay? <laughs> so just put that out of your mind. Well, first thing I'd like to say is that 
I'm glad we've got such a relatable character in the intro. I mean, I've had the same problems with my same quandaries in my day to day life as John. I'd love it if you had a bridge into your front door, Charles. <laughs> the steps up are quite steep into your house. The stairs? Mm. The st- Otherwise the known stairs. as stairs. Are, th- are stairs? This is a question I've got. Are stairs are standardised steep no. in all houses? Oh, in houses? Yeah. I don't think so. No? I think in Victorian houses they're much steeper than in modern houses. I mean, that's probably true. But I reckon that there is like a an amount that you're meant to do because people just run up steps, right? And if they were all slightly wider or thinner or sharper, you'd have problems when you moved or went to a friend's it's house. It's a bit like if you go down a stationary escalator. It's weird. Your legs yeah. don't know how to move properly. They don't. But with stairs, you can do that just from muscle memory anywhere you are. Well, I'm sure if we were to get into the uh, dark, murky world of building regulation, yeah. I'm sure there is a standardised size for modern buildings. Because there's a standard, there's like a standard door size, standard ceiling height. Two doors between the toilet and the kitchen. You've got to have that. That's a legal requirement. It is. Okay, you've got to have a fire door. If you're having a loft extension done, you've got to have a fire door. You've got to have a hardwired smoke alarm. A battery operated one is not sufficient. What are the rules around an orangery? Well, what I will say is if you're living in a glass house, don't throw stones. That's a great point, Jim. Shall I carry on? Yeah. I'm going to point out at this point, though, Chelsea, as with last week, um, the facts on this whole story are vague at best. (laughs) Um, But the most common common story goes that hundreds of dogs have spontaneously leapt to their death on the bridge since the 1950s, leading to the bridge being nicknamed Rover's Leap, which I think is in bad taste. Rover? Is that like a stereotypical dog name? Yeah. Since when? Rover or Rex is a... St- I don't know. Not there aren't many dogs being called that now. Range Rover? It sounds like a car suicide bridge. Am I right Good that? one, Charles. <laughs> Lassie? Yeah. Spot? Socks? Keith? That's not one. Some of them won't be dog names. <clears throat> Finished? The story was first brought to public knowledge in 1995. A border collie called Ben jumped from the bridge and later had to be put down. You said we weren't going to be specific. There's one specific one. And now I know about Ben. Ben may or may not be his real name. It All is right. his real name. <laughs> this story was picked up by the papers and the suicidal dogs of Overtoon became a phenomenon. The Daily Mail claimed it was as a result of animals having a psychic connection to their owners. And they quoted this guy Robert, uh, Rupert Sheldrake who stated that Dumbarton is a site of economic decline and regularly voted one of the most depressing places in Britain to live. So perhaps the dogs jumped to their deaths because they picked up on some human cues. Who's this guy? Who the fuck? How dare he even say that out loud? Like, what? who's confident enough in that theory to go, this won't make me sound like an idiot, to, to the UK? Of all the weird, yeah, of all the supernatural theories to go for, to go with psychic dogs... Picking up on just a general feeling of malaise in the area. But he's not even saying that they're depressed so they're doing suicides. He's saying they're doing suicides in a sort of like sacrificial manner for their owners. Well, I think he, no, I think he is saying that because their owners are depressed, the dogs are getting depressed and just ending it all by jumping off the side of a bridge. The way you read that made it seem like they were doing it because they were like, oh, their owners are really sad. I'll do this so they don't have to. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. Maybe, maybe... who knows what was going on in Rupert Sheldrake's head? Also, if dogs were psychic, they'd know that dog death is the saddest thing a human ever has to go through. Mm. So this is just going to make 
my mum's sadder. Yeah. She's already living in Sheldrake's Bridge. What is it? Sheldrake's Cottage. Dumbarton. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Sheldrake? Sheldrake. Rupert Sheldrake. He's Rupert Sheldrake. Rupert is Sheldrake. The psychic dog guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, also what is weird is that they're saying that there's been hundreds of dog deaths since the 1950s. And yet the first report in any newspaper is in 1995. So either like pet suicide is just a normal thing for Scotland or for some reason they've just decided not to report it. I don't know why that has happened and it maybe won't be resolved. Maybe they're just saying there's been hundreds of pet deaths because in 50 years a lot of dogs will die because their life expectancy is short. Yeah. And that's just like a little... You know when you tell the truth because people make an association themselves so it's not really a lie but you let them do the lying in their own head. Yeah. Maybe you've just been lampooned. Yeah. There's been hundreds of pet deaths in Scotland. Yeah. Over near years. Near the bridge. Yeah. So, you know, you do the maths. Pets will die. That is a fact. So will you. We so the Daily die. Mail aren't lying there. They're not sensationalising. That's true. That's you sensationalising yourself he, in your head. And he could just add something like that. And then the Cold War began. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. <laughs> but it's just facts. Um, well, what's difficult is we can't really work out how... So the Daily Mail is saying that there's been hundreds of dog deaths. Another newspaper says there's been scores of dog deaths over the past three decades. That's multiple 20s. The Dumbarton and Vale of Leven Reporter, one of my favourite publications, said there's been around 50. Um, what is Somebody's gone back, thankfully, and actually tracked the recorded ones, and it's less than 10 over the last 20 years. So already it's seeming like less of a phenomenon. Have we got any control bridges to compare it to? Like, what's a normal bridge amount of dog deaths? I don't know. Just accidental falling over the side. Yeah, because if that's zero, then that's an infinite amount of percent. If it's five, it's 200%. I smell a research project, (laughs) Charles. I'll do that when I find out what a vampire is. So we don't know if it's a hotspot for for dog jumping. For dog jumping. Yeah. (laughs) Terrible for Wi-Fi and Dunbar and shit. (laughs) That's probably why they're so sad. Oh, no, because social media makes you more depressed. So if anything, it is inexplicable. They don't even know what airbrushing is. They don't. Hashtag no filter, what are you on about? What were they sad about in the 50s? Just the the war's gone? Prospects. I know, baby boomers, they had loads of prospects, didn't they? Yeah. 50s and 60s. I don't know. I'm not really sure. It was only when they grew up, wasn't it, that their prospects Was it like the inherent racism and... Probably they a bit of, yeah. in the 50s? Yeah. Did they? When did that end? 63? Why 63? I think I've seen that number written somewhere and it could have been the Wikipedia I don't think it's 63. Could I think Could have been John 50s. Lennon's birth. I think 56. All right. That's it. Let us know it. in the comments. When do you think rationing ended? Always engage with your audience. I do want to know what, what was the saddest thing of each time period, though. And I think mostly it was like things that were more physically severe than ours. Mm. Like illness poverty and all of that stuff but now we've just got you know on we we've got less tangible things to be sad about yeah i would mm. rather be sad about like i don't know polio than on we though because I, I know what that is i can understand that that's not going to keep me up at night unless that's one of the symptoms <laughs> <laughs> is polio when you have to get in an iron lung yeah i don't know what polio is I'd i said that. it i've thrown it around I would, hey guys, I know it's a left field thing to say, but I would hate to be in an iron lung. What if it had a little iPad above, like just in the ceiling of the iron lung? So you could just watch telly, you're lying down. That'd be so frustrating because you can't get your hands out to, to use it. Hi Siri, can you please play The Office? Done. What's the I'm modern sorry, day? James, I don't understand. Siri, play The Office. Are you asking for a weather report? Do you ask Siri to call you James and not Jimmy? I don't know. 
Don't look. <laughs> we haven't got time for you to look. I saw on on Reddit the last man in an iron lung I the saw other that day. As well. I don't. I can't remember why. It was. Is he just the last living one? He just one? liked it. Oh, he's still. Oh, he's just stuck in his ways. It's not that he's surviving. He's just into in it. Yeah. I think he liked it. The symptoms of polio are quite rare now, so people can't breathe by themselves. But it's rare that you're like your um, what's it called, the breathing bit. <laughs> your respiratory system mm. is paralysed. Oh, I thought it was like severe rickets. So he couldn't. So the so the modern day res- respirator mm. for some reason like didn't work as well for him. Lazy, I bet. <laughs> if you, but honestly, like I think laziness begets laziness. So if you've been lying down for twenty years, do you have to be in a lot iron lung all day every day? Yeah. If you've been lying down for 20 years, you don't want to suddenly not be lying down. But what's terrifying about it is that is a machine and it's a really old machine. So you can't get the spare bits for it anymore. So if something breaks on that... Jim, 3D printing. You just don't have an iron lung anymore. Pop a 3D printer. Oh, that that'll whack that out in a few hours. I didn't think about 3D printing. No, you never do. That's, that's one of your shortcomings. You don't have many, but that's one of them. So we don't know how many have jumped off the side at this stage. I think if it happened and you weren't aware that it was this spooky phenomenon, you probably wouldn't report it. Like, it'd be really, really sad if that happened, if your dog just jumped off the side of a bridge. But you wouldn't necessarily call up the paper and say, my dog was possessed and jumped off. You'd just think it was a terrible accident. Yeah, I mean, there's those really, really hot springs in Yosemite or somewhere that are like 100 degrees, 200 degrees, and dogs have just jumped in because it's a pool, right? Dogs jump. Mm. Dogs jump. Dogs do jump. Dogs do jump. And then the dog has been burned to death and it's fucking horrible. And like, even at one point, like the owner jumped in after it because it didn't care. But then the owner died later because of all the burns. And he was like, that was stupid, wasn't it? Like, that's what he said when he got out and then he died in hospital. But dogs don't know. Dogs might just go want to get in the river. Yeah. So you'd just be like, oh, that's a horrible accident that's happened. You're not going to call up the paper and be like, my dog did a suicide. So that's maybe why it took so long for people to start to put two and two together with this. I still think that 10 is too few over years. Over 50 years. Yeah, to go. But that's 10 reported though, Charles. Yeah, but dogs jump in rivers. How high is the bridge? Pretty high. Oh. Pretty high. Good. I can really imagine Definitely that now. Meters rather than inches. Yeah. Big enough to get a, a, spectacle. a horse or two underneath it. Just trying to create some sort of visual. Yeah, but it's a lot, isn't it? I've seen pictures of it. Have you? Yeah. 100%? Yeah, it's a really good looking bridge. All right. I'll it looks it. spooky. Go on. So what's going on? Why are all of these dogs just throwing them off the side, throwing themselves off the side of a bridge? Well, the first theory is that the whole estate was built on what is known in Celtic tradition as a thin place. You like the sound of that, don't you, Charles? I do. <laughs> Unrelatable. So a thin place in Celtic tradition is an area where the barrier between our world and the supernatural is more permeable. So it's historically been cloaked in a blanket of supernatural activity. People have reported seeing fairies, experiencing presences, spirits, earth energies, and ghosts. You doing your Shane Dawson voice? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so maybe that's why the dogs are picking up, that's what they're picking up on. They're picking up on a bit of fairy energy. Why just the bridge though? Why aren't any of them wrapping like phone cords around their necks when they when they get home? <laughs> because it's only on the bridge. Oh, just the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did as that... soon as you're off the bridge, you forget about it. Oh, I see. So it strikes you in that place, and hey, maybe they're just so confused 
or so overwhelmed by the spirit energy that they've seen no other option than to just jump off the side. Well, you, when you watch a lot of, as I do, paranormal shows, like paranormal investigation shows, when they go to really haunted places, they're like, oh, I feel sick or I feel ill. And they get like sad and weird and angry in that place because of the like weight of the presence. Mm-hmm. So that makes complete sense. Solved. We'll see you next time, guys. Well, let me tell you this, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1908, John died. So what happens. People die too, okay? When was he, he was born? an old man. Oh. I've been, I don't have... Oh, he's just old. Yeah, that's what he I'm saying. He was old. Like, he didn't... No circum... Suspicious, that's the word. No Suspic- circumstances. <laughs> no circumcisions. <laughs> no suspicious circumstances. That will do it at his age. Especially in 1908. Why is he suddenly Jewish, though? Do you, are only Jews circumcised? No. What's another everyone reason? Everyone in America is circumcised. Everyone in America so is Jewish. So just a cultural thing. Is it? Not everyone in America is Jewish. A lot of them are, because they're all in Hollywood. All the rich ones that control everything are Jews. I mean, that sounds That's like racism. That's no, that I'm proud out. of them. <laughs> no, everyone in Hollywood is Jewish. That's got nothing... I do, I'm not saying Jews love money and they're money grubbing, which is what you're, you think that I was suggesting, which is the anti-Semitism. I'm saying Jonah Hill, Jewish. Seth Rogen, Jewish. All of Hollywood, like those two very I don't very think all of it is, Chels. What? I don't think all of Hollywood is Jewish. A lot of it is Jewish. Because a lot of I Americans don't. are. That's like going into Ireland and saying a lot of these people are Catholic. Yeah, they are. Ireland. Protestant too, some of them. I don't know which ones. Is it above that's which one's the north and which one's Ireland? I don't know enough about that. They've been angry about it for a long time though. Yeah, Palestine. Oh, let's not get into Palestine. Anti Semitic just because something's something. Have you been to Golders Green? I've been through it. Loads of Jews there. Yeah. That's just fact. Yeah. My landlord is from Golders Green, he's a Jew. Well, it's not to do with circumcision. Who else is circumcised? I feel like if you've got like a little tight cap, they like cut that right off. Yeah, there's a medical thing you can have for it. Yeah. Don't know what it's called. But you think in America it's just like the In America thing. it's just normal. That seems odd. Everybody. That seems archaic. It's like, um, it's just a cultural thing. I think they see it as more hygienic. Hmm. I think there used to be an idea that you were less likely to get some sort of cancer if you were circumcised. Nob cancer. <laughs> That's, to give it its technical term, yeah. Is that a thing? I've never heard of that. It's balls. quite rare. It's balls really get rare. cancer often. Yeah. Check those. There's some reason why they do it anyway. It's just a hygiene thing, I think. It's been debunked. Well. Well, obviously you, you have to keep you're gonna yourself wash it, clean. Either wash it or don't. If you've got a, a little cover on it, and you, or if you haven't and you're not washing it, it's not going to be cleaner than someone with a cover that washes it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe in the old days... Always do your linen. ...when you couldn't have a shower every single day... I guess it would be cleaner not to have a cover to worry about. Mm, who knows? We'll look into that another time. You know we have to do an off-topic pod- potty every month. Mm. Circumcision? That's decided now, isn't it? <laughs> In 1908, John died. Not of circumcision. Leaving Lady Overton a widow for 23 years. She's said to have been overcome with grief and would often wander the bridge sad, isolated, alone... It's the same as mm. isolated. After her death in 1932, she became known as the White Lady. And there's been various sightings of a shadowy figure walking the grounds and looking out from windows of the mansion. There's even a photograph of it, actually. Oh, of I the mean, ghost? It doesn't or look... mansion? Can we put photos on the podcast? Not on the podcast. We can put paraphernalia nearby and sort of a link dump. Well, I'll paint a picture uh, in your mind's eye then. Imagine a picture of a window with a big red circle on it. That's the picture of the white lady. Can you see a figure there? Yeah, I 
Because that could just be on my laptop screen. What's Hang that on, called? Paradolia. Paradolia. When you see faces and things. I guess there's a bit of something. Well, there's more there in that window with the lady standing in it than the one without the lady standing in it. I think what it is is the curtains have got a lovely tie back on them, which almost looks like somebody's pulling open the curtain. Mm. But it is a tie back. Yeah, but there's also That's a lady's to face. It. Really? Yeah. I'm not seeing a lady's face. And she's got hair. She's not looking out. She's looking like into the curtain as though for her it's not there. I think that's the reflection of a tree. Oh yeah, that's that. That's what that is. Well, either way, sometimes you can't capture ghosts on film. That's one of the mysteries of ghosts. Camera shy. I mean, as an aside at this point, the Daily. Uh, this is in the mirror, our old friend. They said that she'd been sighted for over 100 years, even though she only died in 1932. <laughs> so... That's even scarier then. Yeah. But I guess you would cite her when she's alive. They're not saying 100 yeah, sightings of the ghost. <laughs> Good point, Jim. Again, they're using the truth to play with us. All of the evidence regarding the supernatural theory... Oh, no, this isn't a bit where I need to do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit like the Highgate vampire last week, because all of these theories come from one man, and that one man is called Paul Owens, and he is so into this. So he's a local... Well, he says he's a local um, religious and philosophy teacher. He doesn't give an institution that he works at, um, but he has written a book about this. And every time there's an article, and there are a lot of articles about this, he pops up and gives a quote. Have we checked that um, he doesn't have any pseudonyms that are David Ferrant? <laughs> no, I haven't I'd checked. I'd love it if it was just one guy. Oh imagine. my God. Imagine if we uncovered that. Like all British legends are just like one guy trying to make a bit of dough. Be bit amazing. of a cash dollar. and it's A just... mystery within a mystery. Yeah, like the Tickle documentary. I don't know if that's a great example, but What's we go the to tickle documentary. They go to make a documentary on one thing and then discover like a tickle, a sex ring of tickling. I think you've told me about that before. Yeah, but point is, we start with one story, end up with a more real story, like in Scooby Doo, when it's like, is it a ghost? No, it's just a man. Yeah, we found the man. We found the man. We found a man. We could just find our own mystery to latch onto and make a few quid out of that. Mm. Say, oh yeah, the uh, the wood green witch. The yeah. Witch of Wood Green, we've seen her. Oh, let's start that. Let's see if we can start our own cultural phenomenon. There's a book about that that's um, been written about the Highgate vampire and how that sort of comes into being and how, like, the media and the fraud around it, and I'm sure it has changed now with social media and conspiracy theories, how that grows mm. and how people like to hype it up. We could start our own and do an experiment. Well, it's so much easier with social media now. Easy. It's too easy, if anything. Mm. So Paul Owens, he's basically combined... A load of theories here to essentially say that the place where Overtune Bridge is is a thin place, so it's already more prone to supernatural activity. And he's combined that with the white lady thing and said that she's a sad presence who lingers around. And he said that many people have described going from being happy one minute to sinking into deep depression the next while on the bridge. Anyway, Paul um, says that this grief is also being transferred to dogs and that compels them to jump off the bridge. And he experienced it firsthand and said I was standing there on the bridge two years ago when I felt a firm hard prod that felt like a finger something or someone was trying to push me over the bridge just like the dogs oh so they're being pushed now mm. he needs to get his story straight he's feeling a lot of things hey Charles he's a very sensitive guy there's a lot going on in the brain of Paul Owens yeah but you're either getting pushed or you're throwing mm. this is not both so are they jumping or are they pushed? We just don't know the answer, quite frankly. 
Is there a neither option? Oh, they, they are jumping. Can dogs jump? They can jump. That I'm thinking of camels. Camels. I think camels can jump. Cows? Cows can't go upstairs. White men can't jump. No, they jump. can't come downstairs. Mm, oh, yeah, because they get stuck upstairs a lot. That's why you always see cows in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Do cows have foreskin? <laughs> I just wondered. I just thought about it. Do cows? They're in the shower. Cows are girls, Chelsea. What the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> All cows are girls? Well, a bull is a man cow. What? No cows are boys? No. All cows are girls? Yeah. But there's only... Udders. There's only... Oh, that's a good point. But there's a... <laughs> and there's no cows without udders? <laughs> well, it would be a bull. Yeah, but there's only like one... Which is a type you of cow. You never see bulls, though. There's like millions of girl cows. And how do they just make sure they only have girl... Baby well, artificial cows? insemination, isn't it? You can't. Well, you can pick. Just pick one that's a girl. I imagine they the... probably kill the boys that they don't need. Oh, that's... have them for dessert. <laughs> for beef. For beef. No. Maybe. So all cow meat is man meat. Where's all the bulls now. gone? When you drive by a field of cows, they're all women. I'm I'm second guessing myself now. I was so sure a second ago. No, I think that you're right. But now, but where are all the men at? Just, and where well, are all the cows coming from? A red rag to a bull. Yeah, but they're where... They just come and gorge you with its horn. Where's all the men... Where are all the cows coming from if there aren't any men to make more cows? Well, they're just artificial inseminating. In the field? With a little spunk gun. No, 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 not in a field. You've never seen, like, a field of bulls? Haven't you seen fooding? No. And they get the semen and then they ram a thing up. Even in the farmers? Yeah. Not just the bad man? <laughs> No, just the bad man with the factory. What do you mean? Like, there's, like, really bad, far- like, awful, awful practices done to animals. And all the cows are, like, in little cages. But what about just, like, Joe in North? I don't know where they do it, but I think it's all done with artificial insemination. I don't think they're just waiting for them to naturally reproduce. Every farmer... I think so. Every All of his cows? Yeah. What if he's got, like, 70 cows, like in Babe? I don't know if they'd all be made pregnant. They're sheep, aren't they, in Babe? They are sheep are in sheep Babe. Are sheep all women? Baram you. A sheep or women? Sheep are a you? Yeah, what's a man sheep called? All, it's just loaded. I've up. never seen a sheep that looks different to a sheep. Whereas a bull doesn't look like a they cow. They do look very feminine sheep. Well, Good bone structure. Cows have got long eyelashes. Yeah. What does a bull have? And the spot like it's almost like I don't know. A bull a bull has got the same kind of face but they've got horns. I'm not sure about any of this. Well, man what sheep isn't animals? loading. What other animals are only have women? Chickens. Mm. Chickens are all women. Yeah. Cockerel. Is it, what's, no, a hens. cockerel is a man hens chicken. Hens are women. What's a chicken? Oh, a hen is a chicken girl. Yeah, is a chicken a chicken man? Chicken run. They're women. I've seen them. They've got little necklaces on. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Mm. So you've got chicken, hens, <laughs> and then cockerels. Cockerels, I know, do the fucking... Or cockerels do, are man chickens. Or do they just wake you up? A cockerel's a man chicken, a hen's a girl chicken. What's a chicken? Chicken's a baby chicken. You know what a chicken is, Chelsea? I don't know what I know what a chicken is, but is a chicken a man or a woman? I think that's the overall umbrella term. No, because you see a cockerel and you see a what's hen a and there's hen a third co- It's a lady chicken. Well, what's a chicken then? That's but if you look at them, cockerels have got like a little plumage on the head. We're not talking head. about cockerels. They're the men. 
man chicken. It's a plume. A hen is a brown little fat chicken. And then a chicken is like a white chicken. What's that? There's three kinds. <laughs> That's a baby girl. No. It's a young hen. It's a normal chicken, a brown hen, and then there's a, a plumy cockerel. I think there's that's a, a young hen. It's not a young hen. Yeah. Why would it get white? Why would it get smaller and browner if it as it got older? Old humans get smaller. They don't get browner. I don't know about sheep. I don't know what a man sheep is. Because a ewe is a woman it's a sheep. Lady. Is that oh, an old a ram. woman? What's a ram when it's at home? That's a ram like is a, a boy sheep. sheep. Mm. Is that a man sheep then? I think so. Are all men sheep rams? Well, they've got horns. Oh, yeah, that's where I was getting... They've got the horn as well. That's where I was getting my information from, is the... Because if you were... If you put, like, a jumper on a bull, it would be a ram. I'll say this to you. Yeah. A billy goat. Mm. What's that? That's a goat. What's a girl goat? Well, not all animals have just got one gender. (laughs) Some of them are just normal. Like, lions. You know a man lion, you know a lady lion when you see one. A lioness. Yeah. But, like... You don't just see one kind of lion and then surprise, there's like one man somewhere and he looks different. You know what they're like. But it would be the diff. Okay, but it's like human. Yeah. Is, that's the umbrella term for the species. Man, woman. No, that's that's different. That's like you wouldn't dogs. say a man lion. You wouldn't no. say a dog is a man. <laughs> I wouldn't say a dog is a man. But I also like if I was looking at a dog, uh, it could be a, a male or a female if I don't look at it its, its gender parts, right? So I'm like, that's whatever, it's a dog, and then it's both. It could be either. Whereas you're telling me that a sheep can't be, a cow can't be either, it can only be a lady, and a hen can only be a lady, but... No. So this is where... What? I'm reconsidering my initial statement. Right. I think a chicken is the human... Yeah. And I think within that, you've got a hen and a cock. You're saying that, but I've seen three kinds. I think that a cow maybe is the human. Yeah. And then you've got a bull for men. Mm. Girl cows, they're just girl cows. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've got a billy goat. He's goat. And then just goats. Mm. Hey, here's some everyday sexism. It's only the boys that seem to be getting special terms. But I thought the goats were like dogs. Not like dogs, just. Bitches. Dogs are all the same. You can't tell the difference between a man and a woman dog unless you look at its belly. Mm. Goats, I thought they were like that. Plausible. So, okay, I think we've decided what we think is right. Snakes. A snake's hermaphrodites. Are you allowed to say that word? Is that okay? <laughs> but you are in term yeah. relation to animals. I don't know if hermaphrodites... That's what I... They... I don't think hermaphrodites is the right term for that, though. Isn't that I've got both? When... Do you just mean... Do they I don't just... know what they've got, Charles. I don't think they've got anything, a snake. Does a snake have a cock? A snake is a cock. It's a big, long cock. It's a big say. cock. Yeah, they do, actually. I've se- oh, now I'm thinking about it, they do. You've seen a snake cock? Yeah. It's like a cock with a little smaller cock on it. Yeah. When it I is. remember one time, I, someone said, if you had the fucking animal, what would it be? And I said, a snake. I'd slither right up there, Charles. That'd yeah. be awful. But you wouldn't have to like look at it. It'd just be like a living <laughs> dildo. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people call snakes isn't it living dildos Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets it's just about a living dildo we're going to turn to the mirror who've been a great friend to us in the past especially when we were talking about vampires last week wasn't that the Daily Star well the mirror as it happens is also a great source of paranormal expertise and in keeping with their reputation for thorough and smart reporting they got in touch with an animal expert dr david sands 
And what was his grand theory? Well, curiosity. They're not cats, David. <laughs> he said. <laughs> yeah. He said that the dogs were killed by curiosity. That he said he's looked at pictures, but coming to the place for the first time, he got a strange feeling. He can smell the waterfall. He can smell the undergrowth. And I can see the gothic part of the bridge. This is a quote from a doctor. He says, I think it's highly likely that all of the cases... I'm sorry, no. He said, it's perfectly natural for people to want to look down. And I'm wondering if it's the same for dogs. I think it's highly likely at all of the cases that it was a it was curiosity that killed the dog. Does, right. I could be a doctor. If I studied like philosophy for six years, I could be a doctor. It doesn't mean that I know about dogs. It doesn't say what he's a doctor of. Mm. It could be a plastic surgeon. Could be anything. It could be like Doctor Who. Well, the theory is elaborated elsewhere. And the most widely accepted non-supernatural theory is mink, which is like a little thing that lives in the river. Male or female? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> mink, like the scarf? Yeah, like the coats. Hmm. Isn't that minx? No, that's like, ooh, you sexy minx. Is that not what that means? I think a minx is like a vixen. Yeah, a female fox. Is a minx a female mink? I don't know. Hmm. I think minx is M-I-N-X. Yeah, but vixen's spelled differently to fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, great point. <laughs> vixen was a bad example. I think a minx is more supernatural, like a witch. No. Yeah. No. A minx has put a hex on me. You know Bugs Bunny's girlfriend, mm. Layla, or whatever her name is? She's a minx. What, an animal? A mink? I don't remember what. Isn't Bugs Bunny's girlfriend a sexy bunny or a woman? Mm, Lola Bunny is a sexy bunny. Is she dating Bugs? I'm just thinking of Jessica Rabbit. That's who I'm thinking of. Who's Lola Bunny? Did Jessica Rabbit fuck Jessica Bugs Jessica Rabbit bunny? isn't a rabbit, though. She's no, a that's why I've got confused. Yeah. It's her name. Lola Bunny... Yeah, no, I was just thinking, that's, Jessica Rabbit is a real person from who's framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Did she get her second name from Roger? Do they get married? Hmm, she got Rogered by a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, they don't get married. Why is his second the name the same as his then? Is his, is Roger's second... Oh no, second... they are married, aren't they? They're married all along. I don't know if have seen it. Yeah, they're married all along. Is his second name Rabbit? Yeah, Roger that's Rabbit. That's convenient. Good film. I'm going to talk about the theory. So the most widely accepted non-supernatural theory is mink and the dogs are being attracted to the potent scent of mink urine. All of the dog deaths affect long-snouted dogs and the jumps all happened in clear conditions, thus supporting the scent theory. And the bridge is built with stone walls so a dog can't see over the side and doesn't know that it's up high. So it thinks it's just jumping onto another bridge. And they're colourblind. However, local man John Joyce, who's lived in the area for 50 years and is a hunter, said in 2014, there is no mink around here. I can tell you that with absolute certainty. Did he say is no mink or are no mink? He says there is no mink around mm, here. Well, then I don't trust him because he sounds like an idiot. It's a quote from him. There is no mink around here. He's Scottish. He do, there is no... How do they speak? Not like Scotland, that. There is no mink around here. I can tell you that with absolute certainty. So who knows? Is it mink scent or is it the supernatural? <laughs> you decide. It's at the end? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's no solid conclusions there, really. No, I just... 
so there might be like a second or third option for why third option so strong winds either sad bridge or smelly water mm. basically <laughs> i'm gonna or go maybe with... a combination of the two mm, probably not i mean i think the the mink theory seems plausible i've never seen a mink is it like a civet it's like a small seal no they live near the is water it, is it I don't know if it's more like a otter. Like a Sorry, big... I don't mean seal, I mean otter. It's like a small otter. Like a chubby ferret. So this is a mink, so I'm going to describe it to you. Just, okay. so, just again, I'm painting a picture um, in your mind's eye. Yeah. It looks like a platypus. No. Oh, they're quite cute. Well, obviously they're cute. You don't wear... I wouldn't wear a... You don't wear the coat of an ugly animal. Yeah, but you don't wear the face of it. You just wear its first flattened out. Yeah, but all furry things are cute, Jim. Mm, a rat. Cute. Have you seen Ratatouille? That's not a real rat. It is like an otter shell. <laughs> he is a real chef. What did you? What do we want to talk about at the end of the podcast? Oh, we wanted to say iTunes. Oh, we're on iTunes. So subscribe. Subscribe on your phone. And what you can do is you can just set it to automatically download the next episode. So that'll just be on your phone ready to listen to straight away. And you definitely probably want to listen to it immediately. Yeah. It's your favourite. But if you're going somewhere that doesn't have 4G access or Wi-Fi, it's just there. And Listen also, to it over and over again. If you happen to be on iTunes, do a little rate, do a little five star, five star for Chelsea and Jim. Leave us a little message as well. That'd be good. Oh yeah, I'd love a message. A little comment. Maybe cryptic, so we can work out what it means. Cryptic, yeah. Although is that off-putting for potential other? It doesn't have to be cryptic. Like an in-joke. Everyone be like, oh, why is everyone writing in this weird language? I wish I knew this weird language. Or oh, do the one where you have to, you have to encode. Like a cipher. Yeah. Yeah, and we could make, we could, you know, the, the twisty ball thing that it's like we, a cube. Yeah, we'll make we'll our twist, own. Mm, undo what, a Fibonacci code. 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 Decode. What was it? Dodecahedron. Fibonacci tube. Yeah, we'll make a Fibonacci decahedron, guys, and then you can write your reviews in code. Just like all the other successful podcasts. Mm -hmm. We know how to play to a crowd. My dad wrote a porno. My dad wrote a what? (laughs) A a porno, Jim. It's in the title. She's really eking that out. That's one episode at best. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to check our emails. We haven't got any I checked before the podcast started. Um, So that was the podcast, guys. Um, if you're from Patreon, stay tuned for the Q&A. If you're not, then this bit's irrelevant to you. Or you can come and support us on our Patreon um, and then join our Discord and have a chat and talk to us during, after, mostly after. That was terrible ending. Do you want to do another one? Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more. And next week, it's going to be Chelsea's turn. What will she pick? I've done a poll on our Patreon. Oh. And it's looking like it might be Spring Hill Jack. Who on earth's that? We'll find out next week. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Bye-bye.